Hello and welcome to Dex's Deviants. In this podcast, we talk about title holders and their experiences with the fetish community and the wider fetish scene. Today, I am joined by a fantastic guest, the wonderful MX Shiny. I nearly said that your your name is Rubber. <laughs> your name is Mick Shiny. Uh, yeah, no, I am joined by MX Rubber, twenty twenty two for Ireland, Shiny. Hello, everybody. Nice to be here. <laughs> it's awesome to have you. How have you been keeping? I've been good. I've been I've been laying low and recovering since the uh, the joyride that was Darkland. <laughs> uh, but, you know, getting myself ready and running to kick off some new events and uh, go off to some other ones. Hey, awesome. So your title is in rubber. Yes. Yes. Tell me a little bit more about how you kind of got that title. Uh, well, so I had been in the pop scene for two years at that point, and the pop scene and the rubber scene in Ireland are very intricately linked. The rubber scene provided a space for the pop scene where no group else ever really did. Well, did in part, but we had like big padded mats and stuff, so it was a bit more fun. Uh, you know, you can wrestle on the floor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we were going about, we were going to events, and it was only my fourth ever event. Uh, oh, the actual election. Shocker. I know Jeez. I had gone to three, but I had had a very active presence online in the different groups we have and uh, over Discord during COVID because it had only been my fourth event because right when I was about to start, kabang, the big old Rona hit. Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. That. You gotta love it. But uh, yeah, uh, Gaz, the uh, the founder of Rubberman of Ireland, had approached me. Uh, about the competition and it kind of said you know I think you'd be very good for the role and I was kind of hesitant about it I I didn't know if that was really the direction I wanted to go with things but I decided you know what a fair amount of my friends have all supported me and said that I do great and the previous title holder Rolo had also showed their support towards me running so I said screw it uh, I'll run and as well as learning that uh, the Last year's International Rubber, uh, International Rubber 25, I believe, Joe, Chicago Rubber, okay. uh, they were going to be coming, uh, also helped a lot because uh, for those unaware of why it's MX and not Mr., uh, I am a non-binary person. Uh, I use he and they pronouns, but really anything works for me. I don't mind. Uh, and knowing that there was someone else who had been in essentially the exact same position I was about to be was comforting. Oh, that's uh, good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. One of my new extra questions I was going to ask is, what are your pronouns? But I mean, you've already answered that one, so I, yeah, I can't, there we go. can't you know, throw that one at you. You've got to get in there quicker, I know. I know. It's actually one thing that I'm focusing on at work just now is I'm trying to make my workplace a little bit more inclusive. Um, so my work is trying to join the Proud Science Alliance, which I'm very excited about. I'm kind of leading that one. Um, and just doing little things. So I'm trying to make sure that people can get their pronouns and their email signatures. Just something as simple as that, because I know we have at my work a few non-binary people and people, when they don't get their pronouns used, it's it's kind of annoying, like, because you can kind of see that it hurts them a little bit and it's, it's not the sort mm -hmm. of thing, especially when they're in a professional industry, you kind of want everyone to be treated professionally. So yeah. It's just a little thing. 
Um, like if your box walks up to you and says you're a pretty little girl, Dax, that's not going to feel great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless. Yeah. I mean, no, no. <laughs> my, my my boss is kind of like a mother, so you know, not sure how I'd feel about that one. <laughs> Um, I mean, we have a mother in the European scene anyway. Shout out to Kitty. Love you, Kitty. Oh, yeah. Kitty's amazing. Yeah, Kitty, Kitty's mother. <laughs> or Mammy to me. Uh, Mammy? Mammy. Oh, yeah. Because I'm Irish. I, I wouldn't say mother. Yeah, you wouldn't say no, she's, mother. No, she's Mammy. Give me the mother? love, mother. Please, mother. I'm um, resisting to urge the bust into musicals. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, let's, let's not start specifically. that. Specifically, I cannot... <laughs> afford you the copyright so i won't yeah oh god i was gonna start singing shiny but we're not we're not gonna do that um, <laughs> <laughs> so what got you into the fetish that you have your title in well i had just been kind of looking for gear in general uh i had known since i was about 16 that i was into a lot of things and i i don't mean that in a small way i mean i kind of didn't find anything for a while where i was like don't like that which is dangerous. <laughs> uh, and my bank account has suffered thoroughly. Yes. But um, I had been struggling to find... There's not really any good gear retailers in Ireland. And it was right after COVID and things like Parcel Motel had shut down so I could no longer be sneaky and send all of my orders from Clone Zone or any of those to a Parcel Motel in Northern Ireland and then oh, ship no. it down to where I am. So I had to pay all that extra import and I was a student and was not having a lot of money. So yeah. I had to kind of figure something out. And what I ended up stumbling into was Second Skin. Um, oh, and yeah, yes. Second Skin, very, very handy website for those who don't know about Second Indeed. Skin. I love it. I've been in it since the beta. Uh, it's a secondhand kink sale website from all around the world. You can sort by material and fetishes and sizes. Uh, and it's just very, very handy. Uh, and so I went on to there and I ordered a nice pair of rubber shorts and a nice thick chain uh, for my tag to go on. Uh, and when I got the shorts, they ripped immediately. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <That's> so unfortunate. <laughs> the next thing I bought then was a lovely uh, rubber vest, which is secondhand from Invincible. Uh, and I still wear that very frequently because that top is mwah, brilliant. Very nice. Um, but I tried it on and I kind of looked at myself, and I'm a larger person. Uh, I'm not particularly hairy, so I wouldn't really say that I'm a bear or a cub. Uh, I guess I'm just kind of a chub guy, but you know, it's whatever. Uh, and I'm not overly fond of my large belly. Uh, I am at times, but usually not. And just seeing in the rubber kind of, you know, it felt less flabby. It felt a bit more solid. And I love just the shiny sheen of it. Uh, and the name shiny... I'm going to immediately sidetrack. I threatened you with this. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I know. I know. Shiny, I know. Shiny, the name didn't actually come from the fact that I like rubber and shiny things. Oh. I do. I, I am like a crow person and I will take all of the little shiny knickknacks that I can find, but that is not where the name shiny come from. Is that a Pokemon reference? Uh, <laughs> no, no. I am not uh, a rare and exclusive, yet not more useful than the regular version of another crow. <laughs> Uh, it is actually a callback to a D&D character I made in 2015. Oh. Uh, Shining Eye, who is a, a white tiger tabaxi druid, Circle of the Moon, who I played up until... I was still playing him when I became Shiny, which was in 2020. Wow. Uh, I played him across different mediums because the initial group died, but oh. most of the players wanted to keep going, but there wasn't a DM. 
so we ended up founding a like group on Facebook that was play by post and that became like a bit of a community of people playing by nice. post and oh some some of the stories we told on there were actually fire nice uh, but yeah shiny was this lovely little tabaxi cat who uh got sent into the Feywild because a rival tribe was attacking his family uh not before his eye got gouged out by the enemy leader oh, uh, no. and he was found by a bunch of satyrs and i know so sad uh, so he was found by a bunch of satyrs in the Fey, and they replaced the eye with a little ruby gem. So he had a bright green eye and a ruby gem eye. Ooh, uh, I love and that. Fey have occasionally very literal names, so they called him Shining Eye. Uh, and, you know, that was nicknamed to Shiny generally by anyone who liked him. And so when I had to think of, oh, what would encapsulate me as a person but as a pup name, I was like, well... It just kind of has to be shiny. Shiny was everything I wanted myself to be. Yeah, he was all the parts of me that I kind of hid away or just didn't fully have the confidence to throw out there, and all the bits of me that were out there that I wish I was a bit better at or a bit more at. And yeah, he was just uh, me personified, doubly, and he helped me become that person in some ways. And I love that. Was, I what lo- a backstory! That's boy. amazing. Yeah. Jeez, I I, I told you coming in hard with I these was gonna say yeah, like but that, that's, I wouldn't say that's a sidetrack. <laughs> like that's that's a backstory. That's yeah, that's it's a nearly pretty like good one. I have several folders of Dungeons and Dragons material. Right <laughs> now, oh god, <laughs> I don't blame you. Oh. To be fair, I have been playing a D and D game recently where my character is Jadzi Dax. Um, so both. Honor to Pop and Honor to Star Trek. So, yeah. <laughs> Astral Oh, Jadzi is a character. See, I see, immediately didn't it's, think it's of Star Jadzia. Trek. I immediately thought of, yeah, there's a character called Jadzi in Magic the Gathering, and it is one of the main oh. decks I play. So I was like, oh, oh do you play Magic? <laughs> well, I, no, I don't, and I didn't know that, but now I do. So, hey yeah, she, she's like this head sorcerer of the Wizards College in Strixhaven. Hey, that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. I'm also playing yeah, uh, as a wizard, so. Well, we do love us. Um, my DM did not allow me to use creator destroy water in the enemy's lungs, however. So I was very sad about that. Damn, so um, unfortunate. Do you know what is a more viable option that the DM can't stop you doing? Oh. Uh, level 10, Moon Druid. Uh, you get elementals. Uh-huh. And the Moon Druid specifies that you can use your bonus action to turn into your wild shape. Doesn't specify that you have to. So what you do? You turn into a bird. You fly 60 foot above your enemy. You trans- You release the concentration so you turn back. Use your other thing to turn into an earth elemental. Bolter smash. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am, yeah, I am going to be using that in the future. Jeez, that is incredible. Um, yeah, I'm very mean. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a tactic, honestly. Yeah, it's Something great. I will Cannonball. be using. um and talking about cannonballing uh what is something that you wish you knew about rubber before you got into it see i was i i'd seen this kind of question on 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 your little sheet on your little (laughs) little schemes and i was trying to think of a good answer and i wasn't really sure like i never realized how incredibly hot but also terrifyingly cold i will get regardless of yeah. any situation in rubber uh even though i am like a very i was a very physical person in school i did all the construction engineering all of that kind of like yeah. physical doing stuff so i knew that you know rubber was great for taking out heat but not keeping that heat in itself yep <laughs> never thought of that 
Uh, I do wish someone had pointed out to me the wonders of using talcum powder. Uh, my first top, that one I got from Invincible, that has a word that I constantly forget, but the inside rubber is different than the outside rubber. The outside rubber is glossy and shiny, the inside rubber is kind of dull and it doesn't stick to itself. Which is perfect, because mm. it means I don't inherently need to wipe it down to stop it sticking from itself, I don't need to either shine it up or put on talc to, uh, you know, store it. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't realize that. Then I got several other pieces of rubber. Yeah. <laughs> and they all started sticking to each other until the wonderful folks at Rubber Pigs, who don't sponsor me but totally should, <laughs> sold me some uh, industrial grade talc that I now douse all my rubber in. Very nice. But yeah, I really wish someone had pointed that out to me because yeah. that makes its med storage so much easier. Oh, it's messy, but it's easier. Not but even like, just that. Is it not easier to get into? It is, yeah. I, I didn't think it would be. I thought using, like, Vividress would obviously... I was like, Vividress must be easier. Surely it's like lube, kind of. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, it's so much easier to get into my surf suit with the talc over it. Um, and, you know, if you run out of the medical-grade scentless stuff, the other stuff still smells nice and can appease to other kinks people have. Hey, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I did get some new rubber at Darklands, and... I was I, I tried it, I tried it on and I was like okay it's, it's a good fit but the guy talked it up for me before getting in so I was like okay that's fine and then I went to wear it the other day because I was like I just want to try it on because I know like it's the sizes I have to go for is extra small just because of my frame but because I'm lanky it's a bit more annoying because sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't fit but like I didn't have talc the only thing that I had to hand was just lube so I was like oh that's fine so I just lathered up my legs. Okay lathered up my legs and my ass just so I was like okay I can slip it on um, yeah that was a fight I thought I, at one point I thought I was going to dislocate a shoulder blade maybe snap it and um, by the time I got on I was like okay you so see how I look horrifically ugly every time I try to take my surf suit <laughs> off because I'm just there like fully just jiggling oh my, my God, tits yeah. forward and I'm throwing my arms back to try and get it down I, and it just doesn't work for the first 10 minutes <laughs> It's, it's one of the sleeveless ones, so it just kind of has the straps that go over my shoulders. Um, Do you like the sleeves? And I was taken off, and it got stuck at my ass. And I'm like, this is it. <laughs> Having a fat ass is is costing me my life now. Um, it literally, like, popped out, and it, like, caught a test. It wasn't fun. It was it was a painful <laughs> experience. And I was like, okay, we, we, we can't be wearing this for a while. Um, Hopefully we haven't scarred you away from rubber. Rubber is good fun. Just make sure you use Rubber. plenty of talc. <laughs> yes, just just be prepared to suffer for your beauty. Oh, uh -huh. yeah, a hundred percent. So, what does your title mean for you? Well, there, there's kind of two ways that I would look at this question for myself. Uh, the first way was kind of how it was before I stepped into the space of a title holder, which is this gives me the ability to be a more social face. And I would describe myself as a very social person. Like, mm -hmm. despite uh, like being autistic, struggling with that for a long while, I'm very empathic. I can connect with people very well. And at least I feel like I understand people's feelings very quickly. Um, and so it, it gave me, or would give me, the opportunity to do that for a lot more people rather than the much smaller group I would have been doing it for previously. Being able to just connect and be that friendly face to welcome people in yeah uh and you know also 
push for change because I was at the time the only non-binary person I was aware of in the Irish scene <laughs> uh, and now we have a title that anyone can take up and use whatever prefix they want and there's several more non-binary people who have uh, wormed their way out of the woodworks which is incredible uh, and some uh, AFAB people who are going to start coming to the events real soon as well which is super exciting hey uh, yeah we got it like 16 furs coming and like half them are women and I'm so excited oh that's so exciting Man, it's going to be a incredible great time. Then. I've tried, um, but then there's how I view that now that I am a title holder. Oh, um, and I, I don't, I, I'm going to say something, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way to the concept of title holders or to myself or to anything else. But I don't think title holders mean all that much. I think we are just that. We are a social face, and sure, we might have a bit more connections and visibility to go and do things. But I think that anyone in any scene, if they see a problem, they should be able to address it just as much as the title holder could. Absolutely, yes. Uh, and I don't think it's inherently needed. It's very nice to have because it gets to show a face that you can be like, if you need something, look for this person. They will help you. Yes. And I would. Uh, but I, I am a firm believer of even if you don't win, what ideas you had, you should still go ahead for. Even if yep. you didn't run the ideas you might have, go ahead for or if you might not have the confidence to do that, go to your title holder or anyone else in your community and do it together. Absolutely. Uh, you don't need a title to do things. Titles no. just facilitate social activity and a friendly face for newbies. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the whole point that's behind That's my it. TLDR. The, the, the whole reason behind the podcast is I'm not a title holder. I'm not planning on going for any titles in the near future. Um, mm. Maybe once... I managed to eventually establish Puppy Scotland. Once, yes. once, once I, I kind mean, of bring Scotland like out said, of the I'm... King Underground, but but we like it in the... <laughs> <laughs> we like it in the shadows. Um, yeah, we have several rooms dedicated to it. Yeah, every darkness. exactly, exactly. We just sit in the darkness and do nothing at all. I don't even think I properly visited the dark rooms this year. Do you know that? The only one that I was in properly was the horse fair room. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do was already know about that. So. I do already know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you made me promise we wouldn't talk about the brick. I mean, uh, not nebs. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to tell this story? I'll tell this story if you really want me to. I'm fine with telling it. <laughs> I mean, the, the podcast is marked as NSFW, so people know what they're getting themselves into. So if you wish to explain, Please do. Fine. Well, uh, I, I will start with a quick shout out to my lovely friends, Artie from up north uh, and Pup Spec. Uh, well, Artie's also a pup. I don't know why I didn't include Pup. pup Artie <laughs> or Art Artemis. Sorry, Artie, I love you. Uh, and Spec, obviously. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they had both gotten mare tickets. Uh, and part of this story was actually already told on episode two of your podcast. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yes. So they had gotten mare tickets. And I, um, first switch, but god, bottoming is a lot more prep work. Uh, yeah. But for topping, <laughs> I'm, uh, I am what you would call a demisexual. Uh, or at least demi-romantic at the very least. I need a strong emotional connection with someone to get the motors running downstairs. I'm the exact uh, same. Thankfully, the beauty of Vi Viagra happened, and so I could bypass that step just <laughs> yep. a little bit. But Speck and already kind of posed a challenge to me. Because neither of them had ever played with me before, and they knew I had interest in getting a stallion ticket. 
that they had proposed <laughs> that, <laughs> that I find them or try to. Uh, one of them was a lot easier to find than the other. Yep. And it's not the one you think is. No, no, it wasn't Speck with all his tattoos. Because oh. Speck was like hidden in a back corner. But oh. he did get a sling, so like ups and downs. You managed um, to get. Lucky bastard. <laughs> I know, right? God, that bitch. Love you, Speck. They wanted to see if they could tell it was me without me telling them. Right. Basically, over the course of the fair. And Speck was certain he'd be able to tell he was certain i wouldn't be able to stop myself making some quippy remark which is very me um <laughs> so i went in uh found Artie, played with Artie. um at the end i went well thanks for that Artie." and he was huh, shiny <laughs> it was very funny uh but then we get to when i played with speck uh, and i hope he doesn't get angry at me for telling us but now it's <laughs> well it's on twitter so it's already out there it's not gonna change um I played with Speck, and Speck was on the sling, and I took great advantage of, you know, using the fact that it moved itself back yep. down onto me to really milk it out. Uh, and he had to ask for a, a few, like, hold on for a second. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Due to my size. Uh, <laughs> uh, and after after a rather rough period in the middle, he, he needed, like, a full out stop for a minute. And so I was just rubbing his stomach, and I was, like, just calming him down. And tangential to the story, I had just gotten a pet suit uh, from For Fun. I uh, mm-hmm. love it. It's very cute. And I had been wearing it because today was the day that I was like, nah, I want to wear the pet suit today. Yeah. So I had the sleeves taken off. They have, like, zippers in the inner arm so that you can take your hands out because, you know, you can't use bloody anything with those on. Yeah, absolutely. And I them tucked into themselves, and we've been playing. Was just rubbing his stomach, letting him calm down, and the sleeve came out of the tucking, and so the sleeve also started rubbing his side. And who of all people did I actually send the pet suit to? Because I can't send it to where I'm living currently. <laughs> yep. It was Speck. Oh no. So he tilted his head <laughs> and went, Shiny! <laughs> And I, hi babes <laughs> uh, and he absolutely died laughing and it was so gloriously funny but after like he took a breath from laughing so hard he went fuck you've a brick <laughs> which I then lost my mind laughing <laughs> no, it did kind of sour the mood because <laughs> could stop laughing and there's multiple other people having sex around us but um yeah, uh, from then, people like you and many other people on the Irish scene and just people we know uh, became aware of this because Speck kept referring to my brick. Uh, and it's gotten to the <laughs> point where everyone's just calling it that now. And it's, it is really funny, but God, it's the stupidest nickname. Oh, I, I absolutely love it. I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, oh. It's very funny. God oh, damn it. Is, though. <laughs> oh. Um, so do people outside of the community know about your title or know that there you're the is, brick? <laughs> there is a handful. There is a small juggle of people. In okay. terms of direct connections to me, there's a few of my friends who, uh, let's say, were uh, gay plus. Uh, not not mm-hmm. just a regular gay, open to get out into the kinky side of things. And so there's nice. a few of them that I, like, introduced to that. Um, most of them... Uh, well, no, actually, all of them uh, didn't really take to it, but were you know completely fine with it. Uh, none of my family, no, obviously, uh, and the majority of my friends are people from within the scene. 
there is a rather large collection of complete strangers who know about it uh, because I have a Tinder account because I thought it'd be very funny to make a pup Tinder. Um, <laughs> I should actually show you what the opening video to that is. I have a GIF from a uh, shout out to Pup Casper, the first pup I ever had a proper conversation with. Uh, my pseudo pup daddy, as he likes, very he, likes nice. my, he likes to be called my daddy, even though uh, I got my sash daddy too, Rolo. But we can have two dads in 2023, <laughs> it's fine. Exactly. Um, Give it the times. He has a gargantuan uh, bad dragon chance, the uh, the horse cock. Yep. Uh, and by gargantuan, I mean like my stomach to my forehead. It is yeah, it's, large. It's a big boy. Uh, so I have a beautiful gif of me just like looking concerned while it jiggles uncontrollably in my hand. Uh, and that is the front picture that people see on my Tinder. Just this jiggling giant dildo. Uh, but like, there's just loads of people who have matched with me on there, including, as it happens, the puppy I corrupted, uh, Marmalade. Uh, you've not got oh, to meet Marmalade yet, but I, I hope you no. will. Uh, Marmalade is a very interesting story because he had matched with me on Tinder. Marmalade mm. is living in Portugal currently, right. but is originally from Ireland. And this was Marmalade's last day back in Ireland before he went home and he just mm-hmm. decided on the bus to the airport no less to download tinder and just so happened to match with me and so oh. we matched and we started chatting uh and i was like ah oh, well fuck's sake why didn't you install tinder earlier blah 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 um i know we had been chatting for ages me and marmalade are as close as you can conceive people being who are in separate countries we spend most evenings chatting to each other uh as of a little while ago, he's officially my beta. I actually have his hey, uh, congrats. tag around here somewhere. Uh, the tag is another great story because he couldn't come up with a name for himself. Uh, he was like, I want to get into pup play. I bought a hood. I can't think of a name. And I was like, perfect. You have like a little chain or something, yeah? And he was like, yeah, I do. And I was like, perfect. Don't you worry about a name. I got you sorted. Because uh, <laughs> he has a, a love for Paddington. He has a Paddington teddy that he had brought with him every time he's traveled anywhere. Oh, I love that. Uh, it recent it a little while ago got damaged, so another Portuguese pup that he met because he joined the Portuguese scene, because I corrupted him as I tend to do with people, <laughs> uh, bought him another smaller compact one as well, so that the older, more pristine one can be kept safe. Oh, and he can I still have a Paddington that. with him. Uh, and so I was like, well, goddamn, I know exactly what this boy needs to be called. Uh, so I went, I got a lovely golden tag, I got an inscription on both sides, uh, and sent it to his house in Portugal. Front side said Marmalade, which he absolutely loved, he was fawning over. And then he saw the back side. <laughs> the back side said Chinese cum dump. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, <laughs> to the point where he actually got a new tag he got uh, some stuff from Rough Stuff a uh, nice harness and matching collar and stuff and he got a big Rough Stuff tag that they do uh, and he enjoyed the fact that it said Chinese come dumb so much that he got that on the back of the new tag as well. nice <laughs> uh, so that's gas we love that we Aww. love marmalade I love marmalade I love, I love marmalade. That. that's amazing yeah I think the cat's trying to break in Oh, oh no! The cat. She's Quick, trying to take bark, over the bark, podcast. Bark. She 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 can't she can't take it over. Um, bark, bark, bark. Okay, so, oh yeah, I hope so. Um, if money, time, and resources were no object, what would be your dream gear? Oh, my dream gear. Now I have a list. Uh, oh. I have like 
lists and lists and lists and lists. But I, I will try to keep it short. I've bought a majority of my dream gear this last little while because I ended up saving a bunch of money after college and I was just like, oh, you know what? I, I want it too bad. Uh, one of them was that pet suit. And yep. God, I love that pet suit. Another one, uh, Mr. Bear Canada. There's so many things from their store I want, but the number one thing I wanted was a very nice harness jockstrap combo. And the harness has a hoodie hood made in neoprene. Ooh. Like it's fun. Great. I love it. I'll send you pictures later. Uh, but I adored that for like two and a half years uh, and was just like, oh, Canadian import. That could be terrible. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Still FD, but not as bad as I thought. That's always I good. adore the Mr. Bear Canada stuff. I want so much stuff from their store. The number one thing I want right now, uh, two things, shocker, both rubber. Uh, one <laughs> is a pet suit from Forfun, a rubber pet suit, because they do a full body, same thing with the zippers and the gloves, so you can take your hands out without Very having nice, to take an yeah. elbow length glove off. Handy. It has an inflatable tail on the back. Uh, attachable comp piece if you so want it, or it can be zippers, butt zipper, paws like toe socks as well uh, and my personal favorite a matching rubber hood you can put on that follows into the seams of the suit and the muzzle you can choose to be magnetic so you can take the muzzle off and just plop it back on with no like snaps and possible rips yeah it just boops 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 and i want it so badly it's so <laughs> great it looks amazing and i want one it sounds uh, amazing the other thing, the other thing, which is the number one thing I currently want to try, is being put into a vacuum. God, I want to be put into a vacuum. Oh, that seems that like a fun. unique experience, and I want to try it. Very disappointingly, last June I was in Manchester for MRM, mm-hmm. and I went down to the sale. I didn't see a lot of plus-size things, so I ended up scooting off early. What I didn't know is that there was a vacuum on sale there, but specifically the owner said, uh, the at the time owner said, if you want to buy this, grand. Anyone who wants to try it, can try it oh. even after it's sold while it's here anyone who wants to can so I could've and I missed my chance oh. it haunts me you never know there's always like this year big things right now like I could go down the list of like I'd like some really nice straight jackets uh, there's a really nice one that uh, Nibidex do that has this nice tan leather and then the regular straight jacket fabric that's lovely want that uh, some nice leather gear. I'd love like a nice bar vest and a Sam Brown and uh, just loads of bits and pieces. I could I could list stuff for days, but I will choose not to. As to not, <laughs> I know I know you made this podcast longer for the Irish specifically. Yep. but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force that stereotype <laughs> to continue. <laughs> um, and if you can kind of um remember back to you know. Your younger years when you were starting to you know try everything out um what is something that, that you were really interested in but it turned out to be not that great see like i said there's not a whole lot of things that i don't like so it's a it's a tough thing to kind of conceive of uh i'll i'll preface this with a story because i love to sidetrack myself <laughs> i didn't actually start getting into anything sexual until i was 16. Like yeah. mid 16, like nearly 17. Like I was a very late bloomer. Uh, but I did also go from starting masturbating mid 16 to a month later fucking a guy. So fair. Well, that's, that's a quick you know, development. Yeah. Progress. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's not a lot of things I don't like. Like I love muscular. I, the, the one big thing I don't like about a, a person is feet. I don't like feet. 
trying okay. feet. I like most I don't like feet. Feet weird me out. Don't know why. Teeth and feet. Don't like them. Fair. Don't know why. It's not my thing. Doesn't fight with me at all. But like, I've tried just about everything. Like, I've been cathedered. I've done months in chastity. I do ABDL. Leather. Rubber. I've been spanked. I've been punched. I've been slapped. Uh, I've been degraded. There's been attempts to humiliate me, which has failed because I don't have any shame in my kings. Uh, <laughs> shocker. Shocker with me listing all this shit. Uh, you know, I've tried a bit of everything that's been put in front of me and I don't turn down a new opportunity when it arrives. Very uh, nice. Because I, I firmly believe the only way I will know if I like something is if I try it and I will stick by that until the very end. Or if I can make a very educated guess like, mm, yeah, I can assume I won't like my finger being chopped off. Uh, yeah, do you know, that's fair. You know, you know, castration or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to become a null. Yeah. No, not for me. I have the rubber bulge for that. I have an inflatable <laughs> pair of shorts with a with a null bulge. So th- that'll do that for me. That's fine. That's, <laughs> <laughs> there's, well. there's nothing particular that I don't like. Okay. Well, that's fair. Um, and what makes you as shiny in this huge community unique what is the one thing about shiny that stands out from everyone else throwing these at you now <laughs> nothing wrong copycats of each other because it's only limited pool gear uh no, no, joking <laughs> joking joking um i don't know like i i'm a very strange individual like my interests vary greatly if i handed any regular person my playlist on spotify it would take them a while to find any song they recognize unless <laughs> they were deep into musical theater culture like me. Uh, and I mean specifically musical theater culture. Like, I have songs from the College Humor, Dropout TV, Improv Musical on there. <laughs> Do you know that existed? I bet I, you didn't. I but did it's not, so no. good. And I sing it so often. Welcome to Mount Port. Mm-mm, so good. Uh, <laughs> but like... I like I love that. I I dive hard into the things I like. So I'm deep into musicals, deep into Magic the Gathering, deep into D and D, deep into just like having massive fluffy teddies. Love that shit. <laughs> um, you know the, the things I like, I like with passion, uh, and I really dedicate that passion quite wholeheartedly to trying to make sure other people have a good time doing it more so than myself. The most pleasure I get out of doing something, and this is in just about everything in life. I am at my happiest when I've met someone else happy. Absolutely. So that tends to be where my focus goes. Uh, whether it's in a bedroom, in a kink scene, in my house, in the streets, anywhere. If I can do something that will make someone else's day just a smidge better, I'm going to do my best to do that thing and make them have a better time because that's what I'm about. That's like my goal. I am I am the service boy extreme. Uh, <laughs> service with shiny. Uh, so, I love it. Yes. Yeah, no, it's shiny shenanigans. My takeover podcast when I overthrow you. Oh no, don't uh, overthrow me. <laughs> Not yet. Let me get a few more episodes out. <laughs> you get to double digits, then it's my turn. Oh god. <laughs> Funz has already said that. He says at one point he wants to interview me on my own podcast and I was like do you know what fair enough if that's something you want to do we can get that story yeah <laughs> what's a good F word to rhyme Funzo's fanatics Funzo's no, Funzo's fun, fun zone there we go hey there we go I made this joke over a year ago to him because he was like what would I call my sex dungeon and I, everyone was like proposing things and I was like no it's obviously Funzo's fun zone you cannot tell me otherwise absolutely <laughs> <laughs> 
No, oh, absolutely. God. That is the best name. Ah, oh, it's always the ones you don't think about yourself when someone's like, "Oh no, you should use this." That you're like, "Oh, that makes sense." The alliteration works though. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> what are your colors, and do you follow the hanky code for them? Um. So, well, I mean. Hanky code kind of problematic. There's certain parts of the hanky code that I really look at. And I go yikes. Uh, specifically, all of the hankies related to racial stuff because that is not a kink. Uh, yeah, no. You should not be fetishizing someone's race. Please don't do that. No. Uh, that's right. I'm talking to you out there. You specifically, you. You know I'm talking about you. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, but like generally, I do. Like I well, say have yellow laces. I had yellow laces, even though I do know lace code is a different thing, and yellow laces is the only good one. Because <laughs> that's just like, I accept everyone. Because it gets There's dicey There's a lace otherwise. code? Lace code is messy, man. Like, uh, oh. red crisscross means you're a Nazi. Red uh, uh, ladder means that you're either a communist or something else not great. Um, there's ones that's like, you want to actively kill cops. That's blue. Uh and other things and yellow is the one that's just like I accept everybody. Um, Jesus it's a whole Christ. thing. <laughs> like like lace code was like a punk thing. It wasn't so much a fetish thing as far as I'm aware. Uh it was like a punk way of telling other punks what kind of things you were into in terms of a punk ideology. Interesting. Well I and, for one yeah. never knew anything about that. So I've only learned about it recently, that's why it's on the mind. But uh, like I have yellow gear and I had yellow laces. I gave them to Marmalade because he wanted some yellow lace. So he's <laughs> a bit more pissed than I am. Uh, I can as very recently say that I have tried fisting, uh, giving, not receiving. So I am following my, my red shiny bloodline. Very uh, nice. But like, I don't I don't super like I have a rainbow hood. I don't believe there is a rainbow hanky code. Uh, I don't not think that so. I have ever seen at the very least. No. Uh, so like th- those would be the main two that I appeal to in terms of gear. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I'm sure if if I did end up with a collection of hankies that were not uh, rainbow colored as all of mine are, <laughs> I have like tie dye rainbow, rainbow stripes, uh, a different type of like patterned rainbow stripes, one that has shiny written on the bottom, one that has like cool Ooh. calligraphy around it. Um, I like my little bandanas, but uh, if I did have a like easy way to get 40 bandanas so that I could do my hanky code. I'd have a lot more. Like, I'd, you know, throw BDSM and all out there. I don't think ABDL has a hanky, but I'm big ABDL. That was actually the first kink I ever found for myself, shockingly. Interesting. Uh, Yeah. Uh, And that was when I was 16. It It was a whole weird thing. And did you try diapers at that stage, or...? Uh, well... Exactly how it happened was I was on work experience in secondaries. Right. In a local shop, and they were clearing out their warehouse because they were going tearing down a bit of a wall into the mm-hmm. other side of a warehouse that they had just procured from a neighboring shop that had closed down. Okay. So they were going massively extending up, and they'd taken all the stock out, and there was just trash there. So the guy in charge basically went to him and was like, Hey, you throw all this stuff into the skip. Uh, and I was like, Yep, yeah, grand. So I was just coming in and out, throwing on stuff. And in under a pile of stuff, I found uh, like three shitty ID slips, uh, which are like this bad medical brown diaper that is used for like one use only. Uh, and then you realistically should change because that's just not good. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they were just there, like open bag three left, and I was like, "Well, these are going into my backpack because now I'm interested." <laughs> uh, and yeah, I tried it, and I was like, "Yeah, this feels fun. I like this." Uh, and that just kind of then stuck on throughout. It's it's my biggest comfort kink. Like I don't really do it sexually, though. Mm-hmm. Have probably one of the best orgasms of my life was caged diaper wand. It was nice. like a full body need to stop moving for a couple minutes. Jeez. But, uh, like, 99% of the time, it's like, nah, this is how I vibe out and relax and just chill and just, like, let go of a responsibility and just vibe. Yeah. It's a good time. I enjoy it. That's yeah. fucking cute. And do you usually go to, like, ABU to get your, your diapers and that for... Uh, ABU at times, I, do, I am a big fan of the old peekaboos. I've only uh, recently tried their uh, Little Kings, which are these new... Like Ooh. positionally printed ones and they're cloth and still plastic, so it's subtler. There's no like big crinkle, which I kind of oh, okay. miss. Um, <laughs> but the other place I tend to get from is either there's a, uh, a shop in Dublin, a Nappy Shop, and they have some brands. Very uh, nice. And then Tykables or no, uh, Nappy's R Us in Manchester uh, have something as well. So there's been last time I went to Manchester, I went over, bought some, brought them back with me. So nice. that was that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, and is there anything yeah, that you would can kind of consider a hot tip for either rubber or ABDL? Hot tip for either. Hmm. Obviously, I'm mentioned talc sure. for, like, for uh, rubber. Yeah, talc ta- for rubber is great. Uh, getting a shining cloth is very useful for my rubber. Mm. I got a. I didn't go straight for Vivishine. I got a, something off Amazon that's called like B Glass. Uh, and okay. I gave me a cloth that was two-sided. Uh, the black side is for applying and the pink side is for polishing, or maybe it's the other way around, and Ooh. I'm forgetting. But it's like, you know, one to apply, one to buff it in, so that it's not just, like, wet on you, that it's, like, properly buffed into the rubber and yeah. shining. Uh, that's what I recommend for marmalade, because I enjoy that far more than just rubbing liquid all over myself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it feels a bit more effective. Uh, and for ABDL, uh, tips. Um, oh, there's this uh, method that like went super viral on Twitter where you get uh, stuffers. So basically they're a pad that you'd add so that it would absorb more. Uh, mm-hmm. So instead of just like putting one or two down flat, fold them in half. So it makes like a valley because uh, it makes the swell much thicker. And a lot of people oh. really love the swell of it. Um, so that there you go. Uh, if you look up the like diaper fold method on Twitter, you'll definitely find it. <laughs> so, hey. And the unlikely event you've got some ABDLs following. Hey, there you go. Use the diaper fold method. Uh, it is shiny approved. You never know. Um, mm. And do you have any advice for people that are either getting into rubber or ABDL? I mean, it would be my same advice as with anyone getting into any kink. Uh, you do not need to own something to start having a conversation. Uh, there's more than likely a group either in your country or maybe even in your city if you're in a bigger one and you should do your best to reach out and start a conversation uh be aware that you are inexperienced be aware that you don't know things and you don't need to but also be aware that there are some people who will try to take advantage of that so still be smart about go in there with an open mind looking to find the good people and uh, one way or another you will find them that's what happened to me i stepped out of with no gear and no connections stepped into the group and I found some fantastic people like uh, Up Casper, Puss Sly, Speck and Zippy, who you also know, love them. 
my babies uh lucifer up north the first pup i ever met he heard i had never met a pup because of covid and he went out of his way to get a hotel near me so that we could spend the night together Aww. love that man with all of my heart god he's the best that's uh, amazing uh chaos the group that funzo mentioned in uh the second episode uh which has a bunch of people funzo is part of comet uh nova cheddar i'm gonna feel bad if i miss people now astra uh just so many lovely gorgeous beautiful people i love them all obviously marmalade's in there dolby um oh who am i forgetting i'm definitely Artie's in there crush is in there uh my sash wife loki uh <laughs> <Casey> <laughs> the mega ponta and ace are in there i think that's everyone maybe i'm wrong hey, hey. Uh, sure let's let's not drag it on anymore chaos i love you guys Mwah. my my not pack pack we're all just like None of us want to be in a pack, but we're just a group of friends. And <laughs> it's not a pack, but it's not not a pack at yeah. the same day. Yeah. Oh, I feel that. Um, I know those awkward splinter groups that are like, do we, do we need to put a name on this? I was like, I don't know. What name do we use? <laughs> <laughs> what even are we? It's like that awkward stage in a relationship where you've been dating for a while, but you've kind of not agreed that you're partners <laughs> yet. So it's kind of that awkward yeah. stage of like, are we a thing? Are we not? Like, do I ask? Mm. Partners um, with benefriends. Benefriends. Um, unexpected <laughs> emotions in the bagging area. Um, so, oh, fuck, I'm not ready for those. Oh, God, no. Never ready for the feels. Um, do you have a favourite place to meet with your fellow deviants or... Well, I'm in the unfortunate, unfortunate position of that I live in a field. Uh, I live incredibly rurally. Uh, I need to be driven to the local town so I can get either a train or a bus to go anywhere. Right. Uh, that I would be about hour and a half to two hours to walk there because I need to cross Jeez. one of the main roads of Ireland to get there. Uh, I need to go across the uh, N17. Uh, and, you know, that's not entirely viable. No. So I do a lot of my hanging out on Discord, virtually. Uh, it's very much where my presence is, more than in person in a lot of senses. But as for in-person stuff, um, shout out to uh, Viva, or glorious location for the Irish rubber events. Uh, it is a lovely little spot. We get food. We got a smoking area at the back with heaters. It's not massive, uh, but it doesn't need to be. We're a very close collective of people, uh, and it's just, it's nice. Uh, I, I do love Viva. I love meeting up with people there. I've been to the George a couple of times. The George is nice. Uh, good cocktails. Uh, but I've not gotten to explore the Dublin life, nightlife months to get to things like DVH or Mother okay. uh, or NSFW. I do love Manchester. Manchester's super nice. I still need to go uh, down. Honestly, th there was a, a good period of time where I was debating moving to Manchester and I kind of still am. Oh. Uh, if I hadn't gotten the title, there's a good chance I would have actually by now. That's um, amazing. Because I, like, Dublin feels very on top of itself. It feels very claustrophobic to me personally, and I don't like it. But Manchester has these big open roads and big open green spaces, which I found many, many of when I was there. Mm -hmm. uh, and it just felt a lot more comfortable. It felt like a city that developed from a rural city as opposed to just a massive like capitalist nightmare city yeah 
And you know, like it has the king shops and has the beautiful cave village, which I will be hopefully spending a lot of time in in June. Ooh, uh, for MRM or MRW. I don't know. Everyone calls it MRM. I've only ever heard it referred to as MRM, but it is MRW. It's Manchester Rubber Weekend. Oh, I thought it was MRM for like, Manchester MRM Rubber is Man. Manchester Rubber. Well, yeah, that's the name of the organization. Oh, but so it is MRW. MRW. I don't know. See, I've never been to Manchester. Yeah, it, although... It's MRW. <laughs> 16, I think that was the current one. I tweeted about this like two days ago. I will be oh, no, updating the video so... or not the podcast. Oh, it's, it's fine. You should. Oh my god. Right. Do, do, I, do I get to cuddle you at MRM? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I should also be over <laughs> I just in. An MRM again. <laughs> I should also be over in Belfast for Pride. So. Yes, Pride's going to be super fun. So I can definitely do good. Belfast Pride. It's going to be a struggle to do Dublin Pride because that is the weekend after. Manchester Pride and my work is specifically like Ugh. during the week kind of busy during the weekends very busy because yeah, I do fun. security um, so Ooh. and it's like daytime security as well it's not like oh, evening not so it's like eh, nine, 9 to 5 so Oof. we will see I'm hoping I can make I, I damn well better make it to Pride I will be so shattered if I can't make it to <laughs> I really hope you can make it to be fair everyone wants to see that so do I. high energy uh, high velocity brick yeah, energy. Just um, <laughs> no, there'll be children watching. Everyone wants to see me oh. leash Astra and drag him around. Come yeah, on. That, that works, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yes. laughs> and if you hadn't gone for the name Shiny, what would you choose and why? If, if someone turned around and said, you, you can't have Shiny. You can't, you can't yeah, have Shiny. Shiny's been copyrighted. I've yeah. copy license for Shiny and it's been copyrighted. You can't use it anymore. Yeah. Um, that is a tough question. I've always joked that the evil variant of Shiny is called Dull. And he's all about like ruining your freshly polished boots oh. and rubber. Splashes mud on you. Maybe that yeah. if I want. <laughs> I like so that. Like, oh no, let me just. uh. Pour this bottle of coke all over your freshly shined boots. Oh, is the wax coming off? No, I'm sorry. That's not even <laughs> funny because, like, at Darklands this year, um, the first night I'd been out in the kind of smoking area and they decided that they were going to clear the snow that was, like, in the water that was stuck on top of the kind of little tents that they had out at, mm-hmm. at that area. Oh, yeah. And they, like, they, like, they pushed it with such force that when all the water came down, it hit the mud and just splashed it all over my freshly polished boots. I was just like, thanks. I was like, I'm not even going to find anyone that's going to lick these clean because that is just straight up dirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am going to give you a choice on which tangent I go on now because you've just pinged two stories in my mind. Hey, do you want to go boots or do you want to go splash? <laughs> oh, let's go with boots first. Okay, okay. So Belfast Pride last year, my first Belfast Pride, uh, I was actually staying with Funzo. Uh, and that was oh. actually where the Chaos Group group came from. Uh, just to give you more lore about the Chaos Group, it was just the people staying at Funzo and Comet's house for Belfast Pride. And then it was like, well, we're all friends. Let's just keep chatting in here instead of the group chat of a lot more people. Yeah. Um, and Nova, one of our resident blue blacks here in Ireland, dote of a pup, love him. Uh, he was shining my boots. And... Uh, Lucifer popped over and me and Nova and Lucifer were going to go for a car ride and just hang out because I hadn't seen Lucifer in an absolute age. Uh, and so we left my boots there, half shined, 
uh, and went off. Mm-hmm. And uh, your your darling guest, Funzo, <laughs> spilt a full bottle of Coke all over my boots. <gasps> no. Anova was so heartbroken by it that he didn't want to continue and then shine them more, so he just kind of cleaned them off and kept oh, them back no. to me. He was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, the fur pop. And what yeah, about... So, uh, Fonzo, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we haven't mentioned the, the other ju- splash incident, so... Yes, regard- yes, I, regard- I, I, I'm glad to give that's, so, that, uh, are you not going to talk my, about the certain uh, bottle? Oh, the other splash incident. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I was going to do a funny story for my election weekend, but sure. Uh, we can do both. We can do both. <laughs> we, we can't do both. We have the time. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're only 53 minutes in, so you've still got plenty of time. Oh, we're under, under an hour. Chuck. Uh, so. Uh, at Darklands, uh, my beta, uh, Pixel, uh, he is baby, and he is a rather sporty pup. Uh, we have revoked his gay card because he has not seen any of the, like, typical gay things, and he's big into football and loves, like, uh, like Fantasy League and all those kind of FIFA oh, things. revoked. Revoked instantly. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah, f- fully revoked. Uh, it's like, you're back to being straight, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're still my beta, though. <laughs> Uh, or Omega, sorry, Pixel, you were not a beta. Don't get big ideas in your head. Oh. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't inflate that, you go. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we stomping that out quick. Don't let that fire burn. But uh, Pixel was helping organize the pup soccer that uh, Pup Danzel uh, organized during Darklands on the Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was also one of the teams playing. And so uh, I obviously showed up. There was no world where I ever wouldn't support him during this. No, absolutely. Uh, and me and uh, my darling little brother, puppy, little puppy brother, uh, Sly, from up north. Absolute babe. Small little pup, rainbow hair. He is the yeah. best. I love that <laughs> man. Uh, me and him were just being little cheerleaders, dancing around on the side, and just like cheering on uh, and having a great time. And they went to take a p- picture of the two Irish teams together, because we actually had two full teams that entered. Oh. Uh, and so me and Sly went to jump in the background, far enough back that we weren't really intruding, but enough that we could be like, just about seen peeking over the yeah. shoulders. And Saturday was also the day of the horse fair. <laughs> yep. And so to, to be prepared for the horse fair, I met a bottle of X-Lube and I had yep. that done to my harness. <laughs> and the violent jumping we were doing to stay in the frame loosened the lid. And about three fourths of a liter of X-Lube spilled on the floor. <laughs> and so you have seen a wonderful picture that is me and Pup Artie on our knees, grabbing the X-Lube like a rope and feeding it into a plastic bin bag <laughs> because it was so thick and viscous that you could just do that. Uh, oh. Just on the edge of the football field. Um <laughs> The floor was very shiny when I finished because I, I did like fully like I was like I'm fixing this mess. This is I'm not going to leave this yeah. staff. That's not fair. Uh, so like, I cleaned it all up. I got tissue off them. I cleaned it all up so it was dry and not slippy. That floor is spotless afterwards. So hey. who knows? Maybe use actually cleaning next time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a true moment of shame. Uh, and to my detest, uh, one of the puppies in chaos took a picture of me on my knees cleaning up lube. <laughs> it's a great footwork, I can assure you. 
it's it's a very funny photo, but god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your, your splash with your, your title weekend? Oh yes. Okay. So uh, during the rubber weekend, uh, there's a few things we do. Normally we find something, a, a place of interest in Dublin City to go to so that everyone who has the uh, the higher level ticket, all of our foreign guests who are like you know, really helping support and like raise the travel fund and everything, then they get to do something fun and unique to Dublin or at least very mm-hmm. cool. So uh, what we did uh, this year is we went to the Still Garden Distilleries uh, out in oh. Inishkor, I believe it is. It's a gin distillery. Uh, but it's like a high-tech gin distillery because they have uh, a bunch of machines to like um, uh, what's the word Uh, remove the water from dehydrate there we go Oh, sorry Uh, to like dehydrate stuff and like put really unique things into the gin they make things that normally you wouldn't be able to ferment into gin yeah. Uh, for example, I got uh, fizzy cola and sour apple gin the last day. Ooh, but I that believe they've amazing. done like. It, uh, yeah. Not to diss on the it kind of wasn't. I didn't love it. Uh, oh, but I'm not sad. a big gin guy, anyways. So. Yeah. Maybe it was just me. Maybe my palate's not refined enough. But they had a load of like really whack uh, flavors out there. And I heard one the last day and I can't remember. Oh, it was. That's what it was. It was spice bag. They made a spice bag gin. Spice bag. Oh, you're English. Damn. So, Ireland has call this me, thing called call, Spice Hold bag. on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> call okay, me English again, uh, and we will have problems. <laughs> uh, are you going to fight me, Dax? I think you'd enjoy that too much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if I end up taking a brick to the face... <laughs> hey. Sorry, you're Scottish. Uh, yes, you are not Irish, you. is rather the proper term to use. Thank this you. This is a very exclusively Irish thing. Irish has this way of taking beautiful, unique cultural cuisines and being like, ah, sure, yeah, but we'll add some chips to it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, in the Chinese's across Ireland, around, like, I think 2015 was where I first started hearing about it. Uh, you get chili salt shredded chicken uh, mm-hmm. from the Chinese, lovely dish, and you just you cook the chips with it at the same time, and it's served in one of those like fish and chips brown grease poof bags to you, yeah, like as a takeaway item. Or I mean, you can get it in the shop, but it's not really a menu item. It's like a yeah. kind of you if you want this for takeaway, you you take this and you take it away. But it's oh, it's so good, it's so tasty, great, it's one of the best things to eat after a night out. I swear to God. That sounds like my next hangover cure when I'm next over. <laughs> oh, 100%. Marmalade hadn't been over in Ireland in seven years. So the first thing we did the day he got here, we went into town, we went to Chinese, and we just engorged ourselves. Oof. Like he got like prawn toast and all these. He's a pescatarian, so he couldn't get any meat. And I was here with like duck pancakes and chili salt red chicken and all this stuff. But he was getting very fancy like curries and all this stuff. Uh, that all smells phenomenal. Oh, I definitely but need to get I've another version when I'm over. Yes, yes. But, um, and it's the distillery. Uh, we went there, we had a lovely time, we got to see them, like, in the process of making gin, and, like, got a tour and, like, a gin tasting where we could, you know, like, sample a few of their flavours. It was really great. It was really fun. And at the end of it, I uh, was staying with Speck and Zippy, mm-hmm. uh, and... So I was going to be picked up by uh, Spec. Yep. Because uh, unlike most gays, he drives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I drive, thank you very much. 
I will soon, but still own a car, so I won't really. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I was there waiting. And I won't name names because I'm not going to be that rude. But one of our uh, guests from abroad uh, kind of poked a water bubble in the tarp that we were stood under. And oh. a small bit splashed out in front of them between him and his friend. And like I panicked when he pushed up and I was like, no, wait, don't do it. And then it was only small and it kind of just wet their pants and I was like, oh, that's fine. And I was in uh, just a, a, I don't even think I had my jacket on because we had been inside and we had been kind of been allowed to wear fetish gear. So I was in like a uh, bulldog harness and that same invincible tank top and then yep. just jeans, uh, show tail boots. A far bigger wave of water ended up being pushed over directly on top of me, down the back no, of my rubber, no. straight down all my oh, pants no. into my boots. Uh, this was at like awful. half twelve in the morning. Oh no! I had literally crawled out of bed to go to this distillery, what gin tasting, which was so much fun, only to be absolutely drenched in cold, leafy. I see oh, water. Stagnant cold water. <laughs> no thank you. Oh yeah, no. It's Ireland. Who knows how long that water's been collecting on top of oh. on top of that tarp. God, that that, <laughs> that is awful. No. It's oh. not the best. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. But not 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 the worst thing I've had sprayed on me without knowledge, so. Yeah. I mean <laughs> ch- talking about kind of challenging or annoying moments what has been your most challenging moment within your kind of fetish experiences Ooh, within my fetish experience i thought you were gonna say is like my title year that would have been a much easier question because it's been next to nothing Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to think um like there's not been too challenging about like being within the scene itself Mm-hmm, it's been yeah. a few bits of things that have been not brilliant. Uh, like, I, I had a partner that was long distance, and the long distance ended up ruining it for both of us, more yeah. so him. Uh, so we ended up breaking up, and that stung like a motherfucker, because that was the first person that I had ever been in a relationship with. So that oh, wasn't great. Yeah, that's not um, Yeah, it's not the best. Like, I'm, I'm very much fine about it, and me and that person are still very good friends. That's like, good. Um, like it was in no way a bad thing it was just mentally long distance fucking them and so it was just yeah. the sad reality of what had to be done um, but like beyond things like that where it's just like small emotional quarrels between people I've had a, a genuinely brilliant experience uh, in my introduction to kink because let's remind ourselves I'm only about coming up on four years in the kink scene really mm-hmm. like been aware of it since 2016 but like 2019 was really when I started digging in uh, and like getting my meaty grubs in the kink. Nice. So like I and you know I, I will take a second to say I have some fantastic people specifically to thank for that. People like Gaz with the Rubberman who very much provided the first fit space that I felt space and inv- felt safe and invited to come to. I can speak English. Uh, Pop Casper, like I said, who brought me into the group and has always been a very good ear to lend to. Uh, Spec, who is very much one of the closest friends I will potentially ever have. He melts my heart at every given opportunity and is someone I trust implicitly with anything and everything. 
uh, and obviously his partner too. I'm not leaving you out, Zippy. I love you, yeah, babes. No, don't fantastic. forget about Zippy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. No, no. Zippy can stay and play Elden Ring. I'm going to compliment Spec. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Spec won't uh, complain, but Zippy might. <laughs> no, it'll be it'll be too engrossed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Zippy knows I love him. I snuck marmalade out of Portugal for Zippy's birthday like three weeks ago because they actually went they went to school together, which makes the fact that I become oh. friends with marmalade separately even funnier. Nice. At <laughs> Zippy's house, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm talking to this guy." Uh, I was about to say his real name. Glad I didn't. Oh. From Portugal, um, and they were like, "Oh, I know someone with that name. Show me." Uh, and so I did, and they were like, "Mm-hmm. We went to school together." So I sent Marmalade a picture of the three of us and he was like, Shiny, Shiny, why are you with Zippy? Shiny, why the fuck are you with Zippy? What the fuck? <laughs> it's a oh. whole thing. But like I and again, uh, Lucifer from up north who yep. went out of his way to be the first pub I ever met. And just all the pups who I chat to who are in groups with me and like make me feel welcome because they've really made what could be a very arduous journey for a lot of people very easy for me. That's so, really good. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I respect and love them so fucking much, and they all know it because I am very much not afraid to say it. <laughs> that I is love really my good. My friends are yeah. the best friends, and y'all should be jealous. <laughs> Which leads me on <laughs> to see you're making me easy to throw in these random questions for you. Yeah. So you know, I just me. emotionally destroy me right now. So talking about you know love and stuff, who was your childhood crush? And I don't mind if you go for a cartoon character because you know some of them were hot. Well, see, this is where it's interesting. Like I said earlier, I didn't really have any sexual thoughts till I was about 16. That doesn't need to be a sexual thought. Yeah, but like I I hadn't even considered the option of being with someone. (laughs) Like, when I tell you, like, sex is just another bubble over here. Like, in the Venn diagram, sex is like here. It's it's a way it was way. Like, it just did not cross my mind at all. Like, I was having erections and I was just like oh chuck that down my leg keep going like, <laughs> wow didn't even consider exploring it <laughs> like I didn't even think I was like eh why would I do that that's fine it's, so who I we, truly was the good Christian boy so who would but, you say your first crush was then I well it was a girl from down the road who I thought was cute but uh <laughs> like there, there's there's the few usual staples who are like oh they kind of did it for me uh like um why is this the only one coming to mind? She go from Kim Possible. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking the same. So you're, you're honestly, you're not alone there. Uh, yeah, no, she goes great. Um, see, it's an interesting thing. Like, like bears have always been my my preference. But God, there's mm. no bears in media, and that makes me so sad. That's where so, you're you know, wrong. I'm tr- I'm tr- I, where, where is there some good bears in media? T- give so, me some good like. Have- Early two thousands bears. In oh, media. early early two thousands. Oh, I was oh, yeah. going to talk no, about now. The... There is. I, I yeah. I'm talking about when I was young. Oh, when you were younger. Um. Oh. Like, where are my bear inspirations? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, actually. I mean, I, I I need more bears. There was the the dad from. What was it? Was it was there's a Waverly Place or was it? Oh yeah, no, actually, yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. It was a bear. Uh, but also Alex, <laughs> because Alex is great. Ayo. Because, uh, like um, yeah, what's... I can't remember his character name, I just remember the actor's name, and I know that he now has an OnlyFans. Uh, Justin. 
Oh, no, does he? No, it's not him. Oh, it's... there we go. No, you know what? I figured one out. Uh, Gibby. Gibby from iCarly. Gibby! <laughs> Gibby! Loving you! Gibby was always great. Uh, well, yeah. I'm trying to think, do I have any other big, like, just in general, trying to think through, like, shows and things I've seen? Like, like those characters I do just, like, absolutely adore. Like, uh, Kamina from Gurren Lagann is, like, my ideal over-masculine man. Uh, mm. Because he is so far out of he's so far into toxic masculinity that he's actually come out positive <laughs> and, and not 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 positive in that way uh just like as a good person and he's not an yeah. asshole but he is incredibly masculine like his entire character is built around it but that boy is brilliant i love girl Lagon. it's a stupid anime that you don't know if you've heard of it or if i haven't uh, have, so I'll give it. uh it is so dumb uh, it has 26 <laughs> episodes of stupidity. Uh, it starts with them underground in a village. Uh, mm -hmm. Humans live underground in this world, and Kamina uh, has a young kid, Simon, like not his kid, like adoptive brother, essentially. Yeah. And Kamina wants to get to the surface because he believes there is a surface, but the village head is like, there isn't a surface. This That's just the roof. Uh, and that goes on to more stone beyond that. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Simon, the kid, finds a mech that's just like a little head with arms and legs, and massive robot comes through. They end up breaking out and it just gets stupider and stupider because they learn that they confuse the mechs. Literally, they fight a guy whose mech has two heads. And so Kamina, who's got his own mech at this point, stabs Simone's mech into his own mech's top. Like literally the drill at the bottom of Simone's breaks through into his cockpit and he's like, ha, get fucked. We have two heads now too. But because this anime is stupid, it works. The mechs fuse. Uh, like they're powered by fighting spirit. Literally. We don't get that explanation until like episode 22. Jesus. Uh, like how it's actually working but it gets to the point where it gets more ridiculous and more ridiculous to the point you, you, you think of a mech anime things get pretty big in this anime the final boss that they fight his basic attack is throwing a universe like a frisbee that's like his <laughs> press A in a video game he frisbee throws a universe at you Jesus <laughs> it, it, it is stupidity incarnate I oh. this anime with every fiber of my being. You, you will need to text it to me later so I can watch it. Um, yes. My, my go-to stupid anime is purely for the dub, is Ghost Stories, because... I have been waiting to watch that. It's on my list to watch specifically with Marmalade. To. You need to. You've seen to. it before? I have, I've watched it, it several times. I've seen so many clips. <laughs> because it is so funny. They basically got told, this uh, didn't do well in Japan. We don't expect it to do well in English. Yeah. Go mad with the, do the script. Do whatever you want. <laughs> there, there is... It's, um, it's racist. It's homophobic. It's like, yeah... Anyone that can be offended oh, will get offended. Yeah, exactly. You're turning uh, me on. It's it is <laughs> brutal. It's so funny. Um, that and I also watched uh, like my favorite anime is Ghost Hunt, but it ran for 25 episodes and then stopped, and it made me really sad mm -hmm. because it is so good. And literally the last episode, you're like, oh my god, this is amazing, and they're like, yeah, that's it done. You're like, huh? So mm. I also done that with uh, Muyo and Roji's. Bureau of Supernatural Investigation. I've not heard of that one. That one's very good. Um, it's all about magical law, and okay, it's it's really good. Um, you've got Onion, who's 
Muyo. He, he's like a little dude that he's head shaped like an onion. It's quite funny. Um, mm-hmm. And he can basically summon magical law on spirits, so he basically can banish them to hell using law. Nice. The, first, the first few episodes, you're like, what the fuck is this? And then it develops a plot, and then it actually gets really good, and you're just like, hey, oh, this is great, and then it stops. So I'm waiting, oh. for, I'm waiting, waiting for more to come out. I don't know if more is going to come out, but I do this with every there, anime. There's a show called The Santa Clarita Diet. Uh, I, I love it. Drew Barrymore is a fucking yeah, queen. Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. There's two people I had crushes on. There Ayo, we go. Drew love Barrymore. Fucking love oh, Drew God. Barrymore. Oh, Jack Black as well. God, Jack Black. Uh, <laughs> I would but, never really had a crush on Jack Black, uh, to be fair. I had like an emotional, like I couldn't see myself having anything sexual with Jack Black, yeah. but I think I would so happily live my life being like the man wife Jack Black <laughs> like I come home and I cook Jack Black dinner and we go over to bed and snuggle in the evening and watch TV <laughs> like I I would melt uh, <laughs> but I'm so upset that the Santa Carlita diet got cancelled when it did because that show was so brilliant it was getting so good I was very sad when they cancelled oh, it well. yeah I was so happy when Timothy Oliphant showed up near the end of The Good Place though The Good Place is so good I haven't seen that one actually he should. He he kind of just shows up as a character at the end, and it's very funny. Like, well, not at the end, end like three episodes before, he's just there for one episode. <laughs> it's oh. just funny. It's fun. Nice. It's such a great show. I adored The Good Place. Would highly recommend, and I would not tell anyone the plot of it because it, there's so many like twist changes. Yeah. That, like anything yeah. spoiler, and I wouldn't dare steal that experience from someone. No, I, there's something that I've got on my watch, well, my watch list. Watch list, so I need to get it done. Um, so outside of being a deviant, since we've kind of gone off topic to non-deviant related things, um, would would you be willing to talk about kind of what you do yeah, and 100%. that sort of thing? Yeah. So uh, I am still a rather young person. I'm only 23. I've not had too many jobs in my lifetime. At the minute, I am a licensed security guard, uh, and I have a degree in drama theater and performance studies. Uh, so I am essentially a one-man event organizer. I can do the tech <laughs> yeah. part, I can do the performance, I can do the security, I can do the takedown and the put-up. I can do it all, we baby. Love it. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty wild time. Like, I've done, like, obviously not professionally, musicals and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I have worked with a celebrity who I will not name. Uh, just in case that's too easy to trace back to me somehow. I don't know, Ireland's very small. Uh, (laughs) uh, And just a bunch of stuff. Uh, I won't say where I work, though I severely doubt they'd hear about it. No. Uh, Because it is a rather large international organization known for not liking gay people. (laughs) Oh. Oh no, you work for Chick-fil-A? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god it's always a great day in Chick-fil-A oh and uh, can I, yeah, what... I, I I'm a security guard uh, I am very much not like that no you can't go in here I basically just I'm like an exasperated tour guide but because of where <laughs> I work I'm actually getting paid almost more than anyone else so that's gas because hey. security has its own minimum wage so we like that yeah hey um but it's also a very useful skill to have in general being a security guard because uh, especially with the role that I take in the king scene uh, you know I look after people and if there's people mm. who are being weird and pervy I'm gonna throw their ass out onto the streets of Dublin in the rubber and see how they fare absolutely uh, as you should 
Um, and yeah, Trevor, I'll be like, went, oh no, did you fall and rip your rubber? Oh, so sad. Oh, that's so, so, so sorry. <laughs> oh, so sad. So um, sorry. Goodbye. And when you're not at work, what do you kind of do for hobbies? Uh, well, you know, I talk with my dear friend Jack about his podcast. Uh, po- <laughs> <laughs> Among other things. Uh, like I said, I play, like, I, I don't have a list of things, but like, I really love musicals. Fanny out there love musicals. Watch Ride the Cyclone. It is so goddamn good. Uh, it is about six kids who die on a roller coaster and they wake up in this like afterlife controlled by a fortune telling machine who is able to give one of them the chance to go back. So they all have to perform uh, and by unanimous vote, one of them will be brought back. And there's like, you know, the really smart kid, gay kid, uh, the really shy kid who's kind of bullied by the smart kid. Uh, a foreign exchange student, a crippled kid who can now talk in the afterlife, and then someone none of them recognize, a girl who was beheaded in the incident and has no memories of her own life, so she's only known as Jane Doe. Mm. Uh, And her song is phenomenal. It's so good. You don't even know, man. It's so (laughs) brilliant. I love Ride the Cyclone. It's my greatest musical hyper-obsession. I love playing Magic the Gathering. I have several decks over there and several more on the other side of the room over there several thousand cards over in that corner Jeez. oh god don't remind me about them uh i mainly play commander which is a hundred card deck format Oof. uh big amount of cards big lots of fun i really enjoy it uh i haven't got to play a ttrpg in a while uh, i was doing it for basically three years straight because i was helping run the nerd society in my college Oh. So I was doing it every week, DMing games for people. Two seconds, I'm going to cough when my mic turned off. There we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was running a lot of games. So like, I love running D&D, but I also uh, love running a game called Everyone is John. It's a very fun and easy game to run, Ooh. and you only need a single D6 to play it. Right. So the way Everyone is John works is uh, you can have multiple players, usually best for it to be a minimum of three. Mm-hmm. a max of six and right. one gm who is uh your your game master so everyone is john there's one player character in this world <laughs> and that is john and you all control john oh, but no. not at the same time everyone gets to choose two things they want to be good at and that could be from as specific as curing cancer to as vague as acrobatics mm-hmm. it can be anything Anything you think warrants as a skill, you can pick that. And then you pick three things from three separate bags that I provide, which are your tasks. A level one task might be steal candy from a baby. A level two might be rob a bank. A level three might be uh, summon the god Cthulhu. Jeez. Uh, oh, <laughs> or it could be... There's, there's a lot of things. I've yeah. Big long lists of ones that I've done. Uh, but it makes for a very interesting game because you don't get to tailor your skills... To your goals you don't tell other players what your goals are so another player could accidentally do your goal for you and earn you points oh okay. uh, and how the game basically works is you have 10 willpower and every player bets and whoever bets the most wins gives up that much willpower takes control of john's body and once you're out of willpower you're out of the game right so you go through until either everyone's out of willpower or john dies Whichever comes first. Um, and specifically in my games, because I like throwing in things like summon the Dark Lord of Cthulhu and shit like that, I like to 
as the game goes on, let more and more ridiculous things become viable. Um, I have very fond memories of one of my college friends uh, having the Reunite With Your Mermaid Love one, which was one that someone had recommended. I found it on a like, Reddit thread, and I'd always had it in my little baggie, but I had never considered what I would do if someone got it. <laughs> so, so another character ended up throwing themselves into uh, a river that led out to sea in Galway, the River Carib. Uh And so I was like, oh, well, uh, roll to swim. Critically failed. I was like, you were being washed out to sea. Oh no! Uh, I was like, you, you, you critical failed, so you go unconscious. Now everyone else can uh, bet for control. Uh, and a uh, a friend of mine really, really wanted control. The one who had the uh, mermaid love, and so they got the mermaid. Uh, they got control, and they were like, "I would like to sing." I have like one of their abilities they chose before they got their task was singing. So they're like, I would like to sing the song of the mermaid people to call forth my love from the depths below. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, I'm going to make this horrific. And I was like, right, you gurgle a song in under the water that sings to, to like vibrate through. And you see beautiful, wet, but somehow fluffy locks of hair poke out of the water, followed by scaly, slimy, blue skin, slitted eyes, and needle-pointed teeth. Oh no. I have come for you! At this point, we were very late in the game. Uh, two of the players that were fully out of tokens, so I was like, right, my level two is rob a bank, I need to get back to a bank in Galway. And I was like, cool, I'm deciding there's a coastal bank. The mermaids make a tidal wave for you to ride all the way. <laughs> Uh, and then the next player character dropped a toaster on the pile of mermaids in water in the bank. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is oh. a very stupid game and it's so much fun. I love it. It sounds amazing though. I really need to play that sometimes. And oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> so here's a question that I don't think anybody on the podcast has answered yet. Do you know your oh. personality type? I knew there was something I meant to do before I got on here. Uh, I, I believe... I'm pretty sure it begins with IP, right? Whatever one uh, I have. I don't know. <laughs> it's, yeah. Is it, or is it IS? I have the personality type uh, of autistic. <laughs> Which means all of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, it means all and none simultaneously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you should have That's texted quite to do a personality right. test. That's fine. I don't think anybody's done it yet. It's just one of those questions um, that I have. Just a, just a little wee-hoo, just in case. Um, yeah. Okay, well, I'll jump in with another question then. Uh, what is the best compliment you have ever received? Uh, there is two parts of my body that I fully believe deserve compliments. And parts of my personality that I agree my favorite compliment, especially when it comes unprompted from someone, is uh, anything in reference to my eyes. Because I adore my eyes. I have very you large have blue very eyes, and eyes. they've been very piercing since I was very young. Uh, and I just, like, especially when someone just, like, out of it was like, you have really nice eyes. Like, especially if it's someone I've just met, so I know that they don't know I love eye compliments. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> The aggressive Irishman comes out. Incredibly happy. I'm like, you are my best friend now. Uh, beyond that, I I like to think 
that my personality is something that's very um, nice. And there's some people who, um, like even recently, have had someone say that there's kind of this undescribability to the way I connect with people at times. Mm-hmm. Like there isn't exactly a word for it because it's very strange. It's not normal, essentially. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, tism. Uh, <laughs> which they disagree with, but you know, uh, I can joke about it. It's fine. Um, but you know, I I like it when someone's when that's kind of pointed out because I like knowing that I'm you know just that at least a little bit able to exist in a different kind of cognitive way, but still connect with people and make them feel loved and accepted. No, absolutely. And the thing is, you're very easy, approachable, and I, I say easy to approach. I'm not calling you easy. <laughs> Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, if the shoe fits, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, because like I think at, at Darklands, I just kind of bumped in. I was like, "Oh hey, how you doing?" Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, always yeah. out in the smoking area. Yeah, always out in the smoking area. If, if oh, anyone's yeah. ever no, looking God, for Dax, so the best time to find <laughs> Dax is at the smoking area. It's like, oh, we've lost him. Where is he? He's out for a smoke. <laughs> if there's a seat in the smoking area, I will probably never leave. Oh my God, uh-huh. I'd be the same. <laughs> Although the heaters that they had weren't that great, I feel like they should have been the wall-mounted ones. Yeah. But that's, that's a different that's a different talk of it. We're not going to get onto that. So, I think we are at that time where it's time to break out the dice. Ooh. It's time for Dax's dice. Yeah, well, these are uh, shiny dice now. Yeah, shiny dice. Are. <laughs> so, if, if instead of dice, we would do shiny spins with you. Oh, get a dabble table. <laughs> Dabble. Let me get a Beyblade out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I was speaking to a guy. Let and it rip. Yeah, he was talking about how he, he thought you could just remove anal beads like a, a Beyblade. <laughs> I have a video of me doing exactly that. Oh no. That was a fucking I'll hurt. i over and go, let it rip. <laughs> oh, no, they were, they were small. It was grand. Oh, uh, okay, roll that dice. Okay, oh, dice number hear- one. I didn't even that hear- That is a natural one! Oh, fail. Oh, I, I, hold on. I, I probably have uh, my my noise suppressor on. off, So you can hear future click-clacks. There we go, we can hear the clicky-clacky. Yeah, here we go, for audio ASMR phones. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, a natural one. A I natural one. Failed. <laughs> what is your best pickup line? <laughs> I don't know how to flip. I mean, you, uh, you, you can you can skip see. the question. You uh, can skip the question, but then you need to answer the Yeah, but three. I'm not doing it for this. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a terrible one I could say. Hey, baby, are you a house? Because I got a brick to lay in here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, God, God all right. That, that wins. That, that is the best fucking pickup line. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, great. Roll the next dice. <laughs> uh, that is a 15. A 15. Ooh. Has anyone ever caught you in the act? Uh, no. I I have been surprisingly successful at uh, avoiding that at every possible moment. <laughs> uh, 
However, as a because that's a boring answer, uh, I will give that one of the uh, diapers that I found that time. Uh, I did not know where to properly dispose of it, and it just so happened that my mother decided, oh, you know what, I'll go clean Shiny's entire bedroom while he's away today. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> so that was found, and that was the closest to something sexual being found of mine. <laughs> oh. Did she react, or...? Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. It was, was just like a, what, what the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Okay, and for your final roll. That's a whole thing. My final roll. That's a five. A five? Ooh, what is your yes. thoughts on public displays of affection? I feel like they have a place where you should do them. Uh, there are certain ones that, like, can make people uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I find myself being a very physically responsive person mm -hmm. uh like i've on multiple opportunities and multiple places said uh sex is just an excuse so i can get cuddles um oh. <laughs> and, and and i stand by that uh sex, that's fair meh, cuddles, that's fair yeah phenomenal absolutely uh, <laughs> uh so i i well i feel as adults if you don't like to look at someone holding hands kissing uh, look away. If it's something a bit weirder, like a fellatio on a train, or like absolutely chomping someone's neck for a hickey in the middle of a park, like maybe proper, tone it down. Yeah, a little if, bit it, if, if but, it's like you know, proper tonsil tennis, then yeah, tone it down. Yeah. All right. So some finishing questions. So, what is your thoughts on the podcast <laughs> so <questions>. far? <laughs> So far, <laughs> so far, uh, I think it's been a very fun time. I have been listening. Uh, I mean to listen more, but I am very forgetful. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've really enjoyed being on here because it's you know it's just one time to get an excuse to chat with my friend uh, yeah. over long periods of time. I know, uh, and you know, like it's it's just it's just a fun old time. Yeah, and if you had to pick just one thing, what is the most significant thing that you have done in your time? as a title holder. I, mean, I know you've done a lot. That I, <laughs> I mean, you say that, and a lot of people say that to me, that I've done a lot. I really don't feel like I've done all that much. Because my my like main kind of driving force, the thing that I was like, this is what I want to do, is I wanted to help make uh, the Irish rubber scene uh, gender inclusive. Absolutely. Uh, I wanted... That, that, that was my pitch. I was like, look, I know there's non-binary people who I know who aren't comfortable coming. And really, it's 2023, why aren't we letting rubber women come? Absolutely. Mm. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, make it gender inclusive. Um, so that was like my go-to thing, the thing I was going to do. And then within the first month, the literal following event of the rubber weekend, uh, the phenomenal, incredible Gaz had already fully accepted that and in fact taken it a step further mm -hmm. uh, and had gone uh, fetish inclusive as well. Uh, wow. So if you are a gimp, if you are a furry, if you are an ABDL, if you are a rubberman, if you are a leatherman, if you are whatever else, 100% welcome. Uh, and sure, the idea came from me, like, you know, proposing it, but Gaz signed off on it. Gaz did the work and didn't even, like, blink, didn't question it. 
was 100% for Amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah. So I feel like massive credit is owed to Gaz for that because that's the first event that I am aware of that has gone from being a gender-specific to completely open to any gender event. Yeah, big shout out to Gaz then. Yeah, Gaz is brilliant. Uh, I could not do anything without that man. He's amazing. All right. Well, I think that is all the questions that I have for you. So thank you very much, Shiny, for joining me on Dax's Deviants. Do you have any final words thank or you for wisdom? Oh, I mean, I'm half tempted to do my growl, but I feel like that's mean, so I probably won't. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Do it. Let uh, everyone hear it. Okay. My, my last word of wisdom is, everybody out there, be very good for me, okay? <laughs> there we go cringe top shiny right there for you <laughs> what, a, what a way to end it well i've been dax thank you very much for joining us bye